Bowl on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and good afternoon from Nashville's Lipscomb University campus as the Blue Raiders will take on the Lipscomb Bison tonight in the second of a two-game series. Teams played earlier in Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer along with John Callow. And tonight, John, the Raiders will try to extend their win streak to uh, a modest three as they took a doubleheader on Saturday or on Sunday, rather, from uh, Marshall on the road. Two big Conference USA wins and try to get a little uh, payback uh, from a defeat suffered to Lipscomb earlier this season. Well, you're right about that. And uh, the Raiders have uh, reached an important uh, milestone here this season with those uh, two wins Sunday. They've hit the 500 mark. That's been kind of the uh, the touchstone for uh, Coach Toman. And uh, now they got it, uh, it's time to build on it. So the Raiders uh, will juggle their lineup a little bit today. Coach Toman, and we'll hear from him in just a few minutes, but uh, he's going to put some uh, guys in in this midweek game that haven't had a lot of playing time. I expect Lipscomb will probably do the same thing. They've got a big conference series coming up at North Alabama this weekend, while the Raiders will host Charlotte uh, in Conference USA action on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Middle Tennessee 15-15. and 15. Seven and five in Conference USA with uh, two back-to-back wins at Marshall. Lipscomb coming in at 18 and 14. They are also seven and five in uh, Atlantic Sun Conference play, and they have won uh, three games in a row, uh, taking uh, three straight from Eastern Kentucky. So uh, both of these teams are on a little bit of a roll, John. Well, they got to stop them now and. Uh... Uh, get their roles started, uh, stopped, and get ours keep going. Going to be interesting. We're going to see a freshman for the uh, Raiders. Jack Julian gets the start. Sophomore for uh, uh, for Lipscomb. So we'll uh, get into uh, the lineups a little bit later on. But right now we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'll be talking with Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Play here. News Radio WGNS. Coach Jim Tillman before the game with Lipscomb tonight. And Coach, uh, before we start, we would like to send our condolences out to Coach Myers' family. His mother passed and he's not with us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I told the team that today. And uh, I don't, I told him to take care of his business and we'd be praying for the family and that. Uh, just come back when he when he can, but uh, right now the arrangements are kind of up in the air. So we'll uh, be without a pitching coach for tonight and maybe this weekend. I'm not sure yet, but uh, that was very very unfortunate and and uh, obviously that's a tough time anytime that happens. So you've uh, changed the lineup up a little bit, and let some guys uh, get in there that haven't seen a lot of playing time. Yeah, well we've had three midweek games canceled, so that, that's a good opportunity for guys to get innings and at bats and uh it felt like we needed to get some guys in there and when we're making the 27-man roster for the weekends we usually base it off uh how the guys are doing in the midweek and we've had three already that have been canceled i'd like to add three if we can find some teams that can play but there's not many days to play and when you play two times a week in the midweek, then you're a little bit short on the pitching come the weekend. So, uh, but I still want to make them games up if we can or find someone to play. But uh, yeah, there's three or four new guys in the lineup, and I think you'll see, you may see four or five or six pitchers tonight as well that haven't haven't thrown that much. Tell us about Jack Julian uh, getting a start tonight. Hasn't seen a lot of work. Yeah, Jack has a good arm, and uh, he, he hasn't commanded the fastball as well as he needs to. But if he throws strikes, uh, he's a hard guy to hit. 
and uh, had a really good fall for us and he works hard and uh, you know we're gonna put him out there and uh, told him to go as long as he can as hard as he can and uh, you know if he gives us one or two innings we'll put someone else in there and we're just gonna keep using guys uh, and hopefully uh, we'll find another guy like we did uh, two weeks ago we found uh, Sells pitched really well against Tennessee Tech and now he's a guy that we can use on the weekends and have so that's the idea, you know, tonight is to get some guys some innings, get some guys some at-bats, uh, obviously win the game and even the series with these guys. And then a short turnaround. We get back to conference play a day early this week on Thursday. Yeah, Charlotte's a good squad, and uh, they were in a regional last year, and uh, we'll play uh, Thursday at 6, Friday at 6, and Sunday's or Saturday's game, the third game of the series, has been moved up to noon. All right, Coach, best of luck tonight. Appreciate it. It's Coach Jim Toman with his uh, comments pregame here as the Raiders prepare to meet the Lipscomb Bisons here at Ken Dugan Field in Nashville. We are going to take uh, – I think we'll go ahead and go the lineups now, John, if it's okay, the Ascend Federal Credit Union lineups, and uh, then we will uh, have our – uh, final commercial break. So let's right. get into them now. Let's do that, Dick. Uh, leading off uh, for the uh, Raiders uh, this afternoon will be shortstop KB Peralta. That's one of those changes Coach was talking about. Batting second, the second baseman, JT Mabry. Batting third, catcher Mason Spears. In the cleanup spot, Jackson Galloway, the left fielder. First baseman, Jack, uh, Jacob Williams, will be batting fifth. Nick Jones will be batting sixth. He's going to be the DH tonight. Gabe Jennings uh, at third base, batting seventh. Left f- uh, right fielder Brian Dillingham batting eighth. Luke Vinson, the center fielder, will bat ninth for the Raiders. On the mound, uh, right-hander Jack Julian. For the Lipscomb Bisons, leading off second baseman David Coppage. Batting second, the center fielder Maddox Houghton. Batting third, their designated hitter, Mason Lundgren. At uh, first base, the cleanup hitter will be Malik Williams. Batting fifth, the third baseman, Trace Wilhoyt. Batting sixth, right fielder, John Shields. Batting seventh, the left fielder, August Haymaker. Brian Hama will be the shortstop, batting eighth. And batting ninth, catcher, Chaz Bertolani. And on the mound, a right-hander, uh, sophomore Caleb Cantola. And that's uh, the way they line up tonight, Dick. All right, those are your Ascent Federal Credit Union starting lineups for this game. The two head coaches, uh, Jeff Forehand, Lipscomb in his 16th year here, and Coach Jim Tillman for the Blue Raiders in his fourth year have just exchanged lineups and uh, head coaches heading for their respective dugouts. The Raiders will be down the first base side Decked out in their road uniforms, gray with royal blue numerals, blue caps tonight. And Lipscomb will be in their home whites uh, with uh, purple and gold. That's uh, that's the colors here at Lipscomb University. So we're just about set to get it going. Bo Whitaker will call the ball balls and strikes tonight. Randy Hunley will be the first base umpire. And Lee Ishman will be calling them over third base. 330 feet down each uh, line here. 375 to the power alleys in left and right center and 400 to straightaway center field. Almost the identical dimensions we had at uh, Marshall University 
over the last weekend. I think Lipscomb's about ready to take the field. We will take our final break, and uh, when we come back, should be ready for first pitch. Middle Tennessee and Lipscomb from Nashville's Ken Dugan Field. Back with us after this word on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in. The Lipscomb Bisons have taken the field. We've had the playing of the national anthem, and so we're just about set to go with baseball tonight. It's the 31st game for the Raiders. They are 15 and 15, and it's been a pretty good climb back up to that 500 mark, but they're there now, and now they want to push it ahead a little bit. On the mound will be the sophomore right-hander, Caleb Cantola, for Lipscomb. Uh, making his seventh star, John, so he's uh, he's not a newcomer out there. He is not a newcomer. He is uh, uh, starting, for, as you said, for the seventh time. He's also got one relief appearance. He's thrown 21 innings, given up uh, 15 runs, 14 of them earned, on 20 walks, 23 strikeouts, 19 hits, uh, he's got uh, a 6.00 ERA, a one and three record. He is uh, a large young man, 6'6", 210 pounds out of Monmouth, Oregon, a junior college transfer here. And he will uh, face the top of the Raiders batting order, which will be Peralta, Mabry, and Mason Spears. As the Raiders uh, have altered their lineup here as Coach Tillman trying to get some playing time for some of his younger players who 
Haven't seen a lot of action on the field this season. So we'll see how that works out. Raiders pitcher will be Jack Julian. We'll see him, of course, in the next half inning. We gave you the dimensions earlier, 330 down each line. The scoreboard is in right center field, just a little bit to the right of the 375 mark. Just about the same spot it is uh, at home, John. So that uh, should be uh, fairly uh, easy to remember. And the wind blowing in out of the south at 14 miles an hour. I can't even see the flagpole now. It's uh, there. It is. <laughs> it is out in left center field, Dick. Uh, yep. Just to the uh, uh, to the right of the 375 uh, sign in right, uh, left center field. And right now it's not doing a whole lot. No. Whatever we we did have some wind earlier uh, during batting practice. I think we talked about that. And but you it's, could have probably heard that over our crowd, Mike. But uh, right now the wind is back down a little bit, and KB Peralta will step in to the left-hand hitter's box. And the first pitch from Cantola is a call strike. We're underway here at six oh what two, two six oh two. And we owe you a station break, which we'll get, get to you here in just a second. One strike, the count to Peralta. Check swing. Let's pause 10 seconds now for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Two strikes, the count to Peralta, and the next pitch is fouled down the left side, out of play. KB Peralta is a switch hitter. He is batting left-handed against the right-hander, Caleb Cantola, making his seventh start of the season. Run down that Lipscomb defense for you after this next pitch. And the 0-2 pitch coming, and it's low and inside for ball one. For the Bisons, Will Hoyt. At third, Hama is the shortstop. Coppage at second. Malik Williams at first. Each team has a Williams playing first base in this game. Here's the one-two pitch and a swing and a miss. Peralta down on strikes. And this ball game is underway as we have one out here in the first inning. Outfield for Lipscomb. Haymaker in left. Houghton in center. Shields in right with Bertolotti behind the plate. We saw several of these guys uh, when the two teams met back on March 1 in Murfreesboro, and Lipscomb took a three to nothing win in that game. There's a little tap right out in front of the plate. The pitcher grabs it, and a soft toss to first. Will retire Mabry, who went up there swinging at the first pitch. He is retired, pitch to first, four out number two, and the batter is Mason Spears. Spears, the leading hitter for the Raiders at 333 and tied for the lead in home runs on the team with Fausto Lopez. Each has six. Spears stands in from the right side. Second baseman playing him almost up the middle. And the pitch is outside for ball one. They shifted a lot on Spears at Marshall over the weekend. A lot of times that second baseman would have been over on the third base side of the second base back. But he is swung over a little bit, the pitch. That's high and <laughs> over the catcher's mid, all oh, the way to the backstop. Hit the ball. 
outfield, though, uh, playing him uh, pretty much straight away, Dick. Yep. And fairly deep. Two balls and no strikes to Spears. And the right-hander delivers a swing and a miss. Looks like he changed up on him some. Two and one the count. Jordan Getzelman coaching third for the Raiders. Forrest Arnold is down at first base. And the pitch is hit to the third base side. Wilhoyd bobbled it, picks it up, throws to first, and retires Spears for the third out. Wilhoyd had that ball go in and out of his glove, but recovered and made the play in plenty of time. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing. Lipscomb coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom of the first inning as the Bisons will be coming up against Blue Raider freshman right-hander Jack Julian out of Hickson, Tennessee. Jack Julian making his uh, sixth appearance, third start for the Raiders. He is thrown 10 in the third innings. He's given up... 17 runs, all but one of them earned on 13 walks, six strikeouts, 19 hits. Uh, he has got a 13.94 ERA uh, with no record. That's uh, That 13.94, though, if you've only got 10 innings, that can go down in a hurry. Julian, 6'4", 225, as we said, out of Hickson High School, down in the Chattanooga area. He'll face... Coppage, Houghton, and Lundgren here in the first inning for the Bisons. They come in 18 and 14, and the teams have identical conference records of seven and five. Coppage bats right-handed and takes the first pitch in the dirt outside. Ball one, I can say dirt tonight, John. I could not say dirt at uh, Marshall over the weekend because they were all turf except for the pitcher's mound. Julian's next pitch swung on and missed. The count goes to one and one. Well, we go some places where the, even the pitcher's mound is uh, is thin synthetic. So, thank goodness for small favors, right? Very yeah. small, very very small. Coppage of 174 action in limited playing time. Bows this next pitch, and the count goes to one and two. Coppage is a freshman. 
Richard, freshman out of Chesterfield, Virginia, transferred from the University of Virginia. And the pitch, breaking ball, stayed upstairs, and the count goes to two and two. Jennings at third, Peralta at short, Mabry at second, and Caleb Williams, or Jacob Williams at first base. Ground foul. Coach forehand, coach in third, <laughs> wisely decided to let that one pass yeah, in by. Yeah, that was kind of a uh, – hmm. Two balls, two strikes. The count remains to Coppage. That did not come across as a real attempt, did it? No. Swing and a ground foul again. Now the coach will oh, handle this one. Oh, play. Got, yeah. the, got the nice hop. Yeah, nice slow rolling hopper. Out holes at two balls and two strikes to Coppage. Raider outfield, Galloway is in left, Benson in center, Dillingham in right with Mason Spears behind the plate. Right-hander Jack Julian delivers 2-2 and a grounder to third. Jennings up with it, long throw across in time for the out. And the first batter retired here in the first inning for Lipscomb. Well, you knew he was going to hit the ball that way if he uh, could get it in play because that's pretty much where those foul balls were going down that third baseline. When these teams played on March the 1st, it was nothing-nothing going into the eighth inning. Lipsom got two unearned runs in the eighth and added another run in the ninth for a three-to-nothing win. There's a strike called as Houghton showed bunt, let the pitch go by, and it was in the strike zone. Nothing in one. Maddox Houghton, 267, has three home runs, 15 batted in. And that one caught him in the rib cage. Yep. And that's no fun. So Houghton hit by a pitch will become the first base runner in this game. Which is something he did not do back uh, on uh, March 1st in Murfreesboro. He uh, was 0 for 3 with a sacrifice in that ball game. So a runner at first with one out. Mason Lundgren, the designated hitter, stands in at 268. And bats him from the left side. That's the fourth hit batter for... Uh, Jack Julian. It's been a question of command, I think, with this young man. He's got good stuff, good velocity. Just has not been consistently putting the ball where he wants to, Well, he, where he wants it to go. No, he's been uh, walking uh, a little over a batter in the inning. The pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Put that one where he wanted it to go. Do you see that jump? First, uh, the base runner at first. Hopping around out there yeah. like he wanted to run. Houghton's got 12 stolen bases. So you got to keep an eye on him. Fastball outside. One ball and one strike. And the cutoff, uh, cutouts at, at uh, first and third, well, and out at second base, are uh, shallower and uh, extend farther into the field of uh, play than. There goes the runner, and the throw will be to second base. Got and it. it is in time. Spears guns him down as Peralta put the tag on Houghton, trying to swipe second base. And that is out number two. The count will go to two balls and a strike on Lundgren. 
Oh, what a nice throw. Mason Spears has thrown out another runner at second. And now the base is empty. 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes. Need to put him away now. Two outs, base is empty. Bottom of the first inning. Julian misses outside, ball three. So the count goes full. To Mason Lundgren. Ask for time and backs out of the box for a moment. Julian ready to work. And the pitch hit to short. Peralta one hop. And the throw to first in time for the out. That's going to retire the Bisons in the first inning. No runs, no hits, and with the runner thrown out trying to steal, nobody left on base. We have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing and Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Throw goes down to second. We go to the second inning. And the Raiders will have Jackson Galloway to lead it off against the right-hander Caleb Cantola. John, when I got up this morning, I would not have given you a plug nickel for our chances to play baseball tonight. And Dick, if you were like me, this would have been one of those mornings you wanted to stay in bed till noon. And, of course, both of us had things we had to get done that didn't allow that. But you're right. It was raining, raining, raining. But checking the radar, the radar predicted it was going to clear up around noontime, and the sun actually popped out. Here's Galloway, and the first pitch swung on, fly ball to left, deep, gonna go? very deep, way back, and that one's into the trees. That is a home run for Jackson Galloway, and he hit it just to the uh, – I guess halfway between the 375 side and the foul pole to straightaway left field. Congratulations, Jackson. His fourth home run of the season, RBI number 15, and on the first pitch he saw from Cantola. Now batting first baseman, number 19, Jacob Williams. Yeah, that was pretty much a no-doubter. He struck that ball well. Here's Jacob Williams. Playing first base tonight. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. 
Williams at 259. He's had uh, two home runs this season. By the way, that's only the second home run that Cantola's allowed this season in 22 innings. There's a strike call. One ball, one strike to Williams. Raiders leading one to nothing on a solo home run from Jackson Galloway. Swing and a foul out of play to the right. Keep your eyes open for the ducks, John. You usually have uh, ducks landing on the pond well, behind know, the I right was, field I, fence. I was thinking uh, pre-game that we used to be able to look out and see them, but I think those trees or bushes or whatever they are behind the right field fence have grown since the last time we were here. 2-2 as the pitch is in the dirt to Williams. Who I, picks it up? I can see the fountain, but I can't see any water. A leadoff home run from Jackson Galloway in the second inning as the Raiders on top here, one to nothing. Two balls, two strikes, the count to Williams. Cantola, long look in to his catcher, Bertolani. Now he is ready, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Williams down on strikes for out number one, the second strikeout for Cantola. Now batting, designated hitter, number 18, Nick Jones. This will be Nick Jones stepping in. Transfer from Memphis. Nick's seen a little playing time, not much. 5'10", 230 out of Cole City, Illinois. The pitch to the plate is high ball one to Jones. He has he is still looking for his first Blue Raider hit, as a matter of fact. 0 for 6, making his second start of the season. Cantola with the pitch, taking low, ball two. So Cole City, Illinois, is that one of the towns you go through on the way to St. Louis? That does not ring a bell. 2-0 the count. One out here in the second inning. Raiders on the board first with a solo home run from Jackson Galloway. Ooh, that almost hit him. Ducked away from that inside pitch. 3-0. Well, as hard as that was thrown, that be, might be one that you want to kind of lean into. Go ahead. Didn't have a lot behind it, did it? It did not. 3-0 pitch. He's going to take a strike called, and it's 3-1. Jones, a right-handed batter. And the 3-1 delivery caught the corner, 3-2. I've got to get used to this uh, vantage point as I was uh, within uh, handshaking <laughs> distance of the umpire and Marshall. Marshall, a little tap back to the mound, tried to check his swing and tossed underhand to first base by Cantola. That's the second time the Raiders have hit back to the pitcher. And there are two outs here in the second inning, and the batter will be Gabe Jennings. Now, that Jennings. was uh, definitely an excuse me swing, wasn't it, Dick? Gabe yes. Jennings. Gabe Jennings out of Lebanon, Tennessee, Wilson Central High School. Listed as a sophomore. This is his third year because everybody got that extra year. 
as the pitch is inside for ball one. The Raiders list their players in terms of eligibility. Eligibility-wise, he's a sophomore. One ball, no strikes. There's a letter-high strike, one and one. I was a sophomore when I should have been a junior. Mm-hmm. A lot of us were. <laughs> <laughs> one ball, one strike. A swing and a miss, and the count goes to one and two. They say, well, what grade are you in? Oh, I'm in my third year. (laughs) (laughs) One ball, two strikes on Jennings. And the pitch way outside. That would have been a good pitch to have a runner on, on base on. Couldn't have hit that with a cricket bat, could he? No. Two and two the count. Bases empty, two outs here in the second inning. And the pitch is swung on, hit to left field and deep. Going back to left fielder near the wall, and that one is gone. Dick, that was in almost exactly the same place as Jackson Galloway's home run. Well, you know what? That is Gabe's first hit of the season, and it's a solo home run. I think he might have hit a couple last year, but that's his first base hit and first home run. And he's getting mobbed down in the dugout. Well, if you're going to break out of it, that's the way to do it. Here's Dillingham. Brian, a right-handed batter. Now, he is a senior, super senior, they call him. Taking advantage of that extra year. Takes the pitch inside, ball one. Dillingham at 290. They're putting on quite a shift for him, John. They sh- oh, they've got everybody on the right uh, on the left side. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. So the Raiders out to a two to nothing lead on a pair of solo home runs here in the second inning. But again, the outfielders uh, playing it straight up. Center fielder is is uh, if he's a step into left field, it's not a big step. Swing and a foul to the backstop. One ball, two strikes, the count to Dillingham. He'll be followed by Luke Benson. Galloway let off the inning with a home run to left, and after two Raiders were retired, Gabe Jennings followed suit. That one almost hit him, backing Dillingham away, and the count's two balls and one strike. Well, that was a pretty good at bat for, uh, for Gabe. He... Uh, was patient and waited for the pitch. That's kind of at-bat that'll earn you a spot on that uh, weekend roster. The pitch, a swing and a miss. Dillingham down on strikes. Second strikeout in the inning for Cantola, but the Raiders come up with two runs on two hits, a pair that left the ballpark. Nobody left, we'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee two and Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Last Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Last Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders take a two to nothing lead here at the bottom of the second inning. Malik Williams, the first baseman, will lead it off. Followed by Will Hoyt and Shields for the Bisons. Williams, a right-handed batter facing Jack Julian, whose first pitch is in there for a call strike. Williams, uh, the Bison's leading hitter at 364, has uh, five homers, 34 RBI, number two in home runs on this team, but uh, leads the team in RBI. Just missed with a breaking ball. Just above the letters, count will go to one and one on Williams. I think you can read from those numbers that you don't want to make a mistake with this guy. No, he's a big, strong guy. That one skips up there, and the count will go to Two balls and one strike. Williams listed at 6'4", 230. He's out of Toronto, Canada. And he also is a junior college transfer. Two balls and a strike. Julian with the pitch. Oh, he went around, yes. That is a strike two to Williams. Williams went uh, one for... uh, one for four back in Murfreesboro in March. Two balls, two strikes. Julian with the pitch and struck him out swinging Boy. on a high inside fastball. That was a terrible pitch. I expect Julian thinks it was pretty good. Well, you know, that's that pitch that comes up there and you think that you can kill it and you can't touch it because it's in your eyes. So that is out number one in the second inning. Here's Trace Wilhoyt, the third baseman. The freshman hitting 265. He sits seven home runs this season and swings and foul tips it at the plate. Strike one. Well, if you could find enough guys with uh, iffy uh, plate discipline, you could make a living doing that. But uh, really good hitters know that that's never going to be called strike. Breaking ball misses high. One ball and one strike. Julian pitching with a two-run lead here in the second inning. Thanks to Jackson Galloway and Gabe Jennings. Each had a home run in the top of the inning. One ball, one strike. A swing and a miss. And had plenty of mustard on that pitch. Yeah. That pitch down in the zone, and we were talking between innings, Dick, about the uh, uh, the ground balls that we saw in the uh, the first inning, and that's what you got to do is keep that ball down. One and two, the count to Wilhoit. 
And Julian's pitch misses outside. Two balls and two strikes. It looks to me sometimes like uh, he he wants to overthrow the baseball. That last one looked like that. He's got 92, 93 on his fastball, and this one is line foul just outside the line at third. And the count will hold it two and two. He's listed uh, his pitches, uh, fastball, curve, and changeup, 92 to 93. And sometimes a, a guy that can throw a 92, 93, uh, try and reach back and get a little extra, and that's when he loses that uh, control. Harris pitch fouled out of play to the right. Count holds at two balls, two strikes to Will Hoyt. You know, well, lights have been on here for a while. I think they were on when we got here. They were. That's one of the reason, ways we found the ballpark. Follow those, uh, follow the blinking lights, right? Oh, it's not always that easy, is it? <laughs> Strike three called, and the breaking ball caught the outside corner. Now that was a good pitch. Back-to-back strikeouts to start the second inning. You don't have to throw 92-93 on every pitch. In fact, you don't even have to throw your fastball at 92 or 93 on every pitch. You just need to make sure that when you need it, you can throw that pitch for strikes. Here's John Shields batting from the left side. Pitch misses low, ball one. And Julian ready to work with the bases empty and not for long. That ball chopped into left field. That's going to be a base hit. Peralta went out for it uh, and uh, Galloway came in for it, dropped between the two of them. So that will be the first hit for the Bisons. Now batting left fielder, number nine, August. And the batter will be August Haymaker. He's the left fielder. Haymaker 5'11", 195 out of Orlando, Florida. Junior college transfer. Only 273. Only has 11 uh, at-bats on the season, though. Fastball strike from Jack Julian. Nothing in one. Runner at first base. Shields with the first hit of the game for Lipscomb. And here's a number I like. Uh, Of those 11 at-bats, he has managed to strike out five times. Throw to first and the runner back. Shields has 13 stolen bases this season. This team likes to run. They've stolen 61 bases as a team. Here's a pitch. Strike at the letters. Count goes to 0-2 on Haymaker. So they have played 32 games. They've stolen 61 bases, that's about two a game, almost two a game. It's good for 19th in the nation, I'm told. Definitely on top of the A-Sun Conference. Here's the two-strike pitch, and a little flare in the right field is going to drop. The throw will beat a third, and no play there as the throw is a little bit offline. Shields with good speed. Off with the pitch with two outs. 
went into third base as uh, Dillingham made it close, but I don't think he would have gotten it with a perfect throw. Now the throw was uh, a little bit to the plate side. It was going to make it really difficult for Gabe Jennings to come back to the bag with the, the baseball. First and third now with two outs. Better is Ryan Hama, the shortstop. Right-handed batter. And he is uh, looking for his first hit of the season. Takes the pitch outside for ball one. First and third, two outs here in the second inning. Right-hander Jack Julian making his third start of the season. The pitch strike caught the outside corner. That was one of those at 92 or three. Mm -hmm. Haymaker, one ball, one strike. Haymaker yet to uh, attempt a stolen base down at first base. One and one the count. Runners lead at first and third. And the pitch swung on and might have been foul tipped into the catcher's mitt. Strike two. Thought I heard a little bit of clicking action. And then what you get on a foul ball with a composite bat. If you can hear well. Well, that's what we have a good crowd mic for. One and two the count. Julian with the pitch and a little tap to third. Jennings will play it to first and that is in time for the out. And the Bison strand a couple here in the second inning. No runs, two hits and two left. We've completed two full innings. Metal Tennessee two, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Raiders lead two to nothing as we go to the third inning. It'll be Luke Vincent, and then back to the top of the batting order for the Blue Raiders. This is the 42nd meeting, and yeah, that's uh, according to my my record, my numbers, with the Raiders leading in the series. 22 to 19. So it's been a been a close series between these two schools. Last meeting, of course, uh, we mentioned back on March the first, the Raiders lost that one, three to nothing, to Lipscomb back at uh, Reese Smith Field. Here's Luke Vincent. 
236. That's in a left-handed batter. And coming off his first two Blue Raider home runs in the Marshall series. Pitch to the plate, check swing, and it's a strike call. It's funny, he hit his first Blue Raider home run, so I interviewed him on the pregame show prior to the next game, uh -huh. and he hit another one. Ooh, that one sails <laughs> all the way to the backstop. Count goes to one ball and one strike to Vincent. Would you say that ball got away from uh, Cantola? A little bit. Golly. I think that second one that's uh, yeah. gotten away from him. He's thrown two to the screen. And that one hit him in the foot. So Vincent hit by a pitch. We'll go down to first base. Each team has had a hit batsman now, and the Raiders with the leadoff man on will have KB Peralta coming up. <clears throat> now batting. Strikeout victim in the first inning. 41, KB Peralta. And Luke Vincent definitely a threat to steal. He's uh, six out of 10. Peralta sophomore from Lawrence, Massachusetts, transfer from Howard College. The pitch outside and high, ball one. Fairly open stance, doesn't stand too close to the plate. The runner goes and the ball's hit to short, past oh. the shortstop, perfect hit and run. Benson's on his way to third as the throw comes in and the Raiders will have runners at the corners. That's a great job by both Benson and Peralta. Had the shortstop moving and uh, that ball went right through the hole that he had vacated. That's uh, other, if you don't start the runner in that situation, that's a double play. Yeah, that's one, no two, batting. three baseball. First and third, no outs, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. And with Vincent Speed, uh, now you've got runners at first and third, and nobody out. Mabry bounced back to the mound in the first inning. Peralta leads at first. Long look in by the pitcher, and the ball hit in the air into right center field. Vincent will tag. The ball is caught by the right fielder, and the throw will come back to the infield. Vincent will score, and the Raiders lead it three to nothing. And that's what the hit and run does for you. That's a sacrifice fly. Run batted in for JT Mabry. That's his ninth RBI of the season. Mason Spear. And with one out, the batter is Mason Spears, the Raider catcher. And if you don't start that runner in that situation, this inning is now over. Peralta still at first with one out. And the pitch is a strike call. Peralta faked going to second. Now well, he's yet to attempt a stolen base. I have a feeling he's got pretty good speed. Now, he hasn't played that much. One strike to count. Well, he's getting a nice lead. Looks like a, and again, oh. There's another one to the backstop <laughs> and they throw to second anyway, but uh, Peralta's down there in plenty of time. So that will be a wild pitch charge to Cantola. 
Right, that's his third to the backstop. The first, though, to the backstop with a runner on base. You know, that throw, as wild as it was, would not have scored a runner from third, though, the way that it uh, bounced back to the catcher. One ball, one strike to Spears. Swung on, and a ball hit down the right field line. Long run. Right fielder is going to run out of room. Into the Raider bullpen, which is uh, down along the uh, – are down behind the the right field uh, line. One ball and two strikes now to Spears. So if you're a Blue Raider batter, you might be a little wary as you dig in up at the uh, up at the plate. Huh? <laughs> One and two, the count. And Cantola ready to work. The pitch is just outside for a ball. Two and two is a pretty good take by Spears. <coughs> two balls, two strikes. Peralta scoring position down at second base with just one out here in the third. A run already in. Raiders lead it three to nothing. Right-hander's pitch is low and outside for ball three. So the count goes full, three and two. Cantola walks off the mound, takes a little stroll back into the uh, infield grass. Tries to gather his composure and steps back in with a 3-2 count on Spears. And he looks back to second and a high throw as Peralta ducks back in under the throw. John, I thought he might unload that one to center field. <laughs> well, it, uh, it could very well have gone all the way to the wall. Count holds three and two to Spears with a runner at second. Cantola with the pitch and struck him out. That one had a little wrinkle on it. Spears down on strikes for out number two. And Cantola gets his third strikeout. No, one, two, three, fourth strikeout. Had a visit to the mound. Head coach Jeff Forehand out to talk to his pitcher. Uh, you, uh, let's see. Let me think about this a second. He said, you remember that pitch? Oh, they're bringing in a new pitcher. They're so not that is going to be all for Cantola. He'll not pitch to Galloway for a second time. So we will have a pitching change. We'll take a break here in the top of the third inning while the pitching change is being made. Tell you who the new pitcher is when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 896 
888-565-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. So Lipscomb bringing in a new pitcher. He is Chandler Giles, a sophomore out of Fremont, California. Again, a junior college transfer. And you got any numbers on him, John? Sure do, Dick. He's making his 11th appearance. They've all been in relief. He's thrown uh, 10 innings, given up nine runs, all earned on 18 hits, 10 walks, uh, 14 strikeouts. Here's an interesting number for you. Opponents are hitting 409 against Chandler Giles. He's got a 8.10 ERA. He does have a win. He's 1-0. Uh, no saves. So Giles is on here with two outs in the third inning. Cantola goes two and two-thirds. He's allowed three runs on three hits. Has struck out four. Oddly enough, he hasn't walked anybody. But he has thrown a wild pitch. He has hit a batter and has thrown what, three back to the backstop? Uh, yes. Two or three. <laughs> so here's Galloway, homered off Cantola in the second inning. Jackson swung at the first pitch he saw and hit it over the left field wall. The pitch is breaking ball right in there for a strike. And as a hitter, I think you try to lay off that breaking ball. Yeah. On the first pitch anyway. Nothing in one to count. And I'm sure the last thing Coach Forehand uh, said before he left the mound was don't throw what Cantola threw him. Soft pitch outside, one and one, and he hasn't seen a fastball yet. Peralta the runner at second, two outs. A run has scored here in the third inning. <clears throat> Raiders leading three to nothing. That was the winning score when Lipscomb Beat us in Murfreesboro a few weeks ago. There's a pitch low, ball two. Two and one. Peralta singled on a nice hit and run play with uh, Luke Vinson in front of him. The pitch, breaking ball, misses outside, three and one. So now Galloway might be looking for a fastball here. I think I, I'm looking fastball, and uh, if I don't get it, uh, I, I'm taken. Three balls and a strike. This is one where you, uh, you, you're looking for one pitch in one spot. He got the fastball, fouled it straight back with and, a good cut. Yeah, he was, uh, he was on that pitch just under. Three and two the count to Jackson Galloway. Hit his fourth home run, leading off the second inning. Put the Raiders on the board. 
Full count, three and two. Giles, the right-hander. Come set, the runner's breaking, and the ball hit into left center field, a base hit. Peralta's gonna score, and the Raiders will lead it four to nothing. Oh, it was not a run situation on the 3-2 pitch with two outs. Peralta was off with the pitch and scored easily. As Galloway singles to left, gets himself another run batted in. So that run will be charged to the starter, Cantola. That should close the book on him, shouldn't yep. it, John? Uh, that, uh, he's going to be charged with four runs all earned. Two and two-thirds innings, three hits, no walks, four strikeouts, and two hit batters. Jacob Williams swings at the first pitch, doesn't get it. One strike to Williams, who fanned in the second inning. Galloway now the runner at first with his second run batted in. In this game, and the Raiders leading four to nothing. Fastball strike called on the outside, and it is 0-2. Light's starting to take effect on the infield, but uh, it is still dark in that outfield, Dick. Two strikes the count, and a line oh. shot foul down the left field line. Just got in front of it a little bit, or he would have had himself a double. their bullpen guys will go out and fetch that ball count holds it two strikes to Jacob Williams and the pitch is outside came with another fastball one and two the count I've only seen him throw one fastball for a strike. And that was slow. That wasn't even a, a <laughs> now that two. wasn't even a changeup, was it? Now two and two. Williams doesn't know what to expect now. Two balls, two strikes. Callaway leads it first. And the fastball got away, but not far enough for the runner to advance, and the count will go full three and two. And now Galloway can get a head start at first base with two outs. Three balls, two strikes. The runner goes at a swing and a miss. And the inning's over. Williams strikes out for the second time. But a productive third inning for the Raiders. They come up with two runs on two hits. One man left on base. We will go to the bottom of the third inning. Middle Tennessee four, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. 
got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Jack Julian's take to a 4 nothing lead will face the number nine hitter, Chaz Bertolani. And then the top of the batting order here in the bottom of the third inning. First pitch, up high, ball one. Bertolani in from the right side, hitting 206 with one home run. And the next pitch from Julian in the strike zone, one ball and one strike. Bertolani's not a big guy, but you don't have to be big to play this game. He's 5'6", 160 out of Alpharetta, Georgia. Johns Creek High School. Outside ball two. Two and one. Big people can play this game. Little people can play this game. It's one of the things I like about it. Shortstop, Peralta scoops this one up. A little bit of a high throw, but Williams comes down with it, and that is out number one. Bertolotta hit it right at the shortstop, KB Peralta, who made the play. Now batting. One out. Second baseman, number two, David Coppage. David Coppage, uh, freshman, second baseman, grounded out in the first inning. Right-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate. Showed bunt, took a strike. We've been coming down here just about every year, haven't we, John? We have. Yeah. 16 years we've been doing this. Yep. We've seen those trees in the outfield go from little bitty trees to <laughs> now they're halfway up toward the flagpoles. Yeah. There's a pitch high. One it, ball and one strike. This we're, is such a beautiful uh, park, though. Yeah, it? it is. With the trees starting uh, at the left field line all the way around to the scoreboard and then some little bitty trees from the edge of the scoreboard to the foul pole down the right field line. Which be, used to be a little bitty enough that we could see the, the water in the lake. Now we, you can just see the top of the fountain, but looking out, uh, you can see all the greenery over. Excuse me, swing, a slow roller. Mabry throws to first and got him. Good wow. play, JT Mabry. That ball trickled past the pitcher, Julian. Mabry coming in on the dead run, picked it up and fired in the same motion and got his man at first. That's a good play by sure was. Later second baseman. Sure was. Two up, two down in the third, and the batter is Maddox Houghton. He was hit by a pitch in the first inning and then thrown out trying to steal. Pitch is high, ball one from Julian. And you notice over there across uh, Grainy White Pike, a lot of those trees turning green now. It's springtime, Dick. Love it. This field is in great shape. That fastball just misses high. Two and oh. You think it's really spring? You know, we had snow, My on, throat tells we had me snow on Friday. I understand. I was not there, but. I didn't see any of it. There's ball three. 
but uh, my throat is uh, definitely telling me it's uh, it's springtime. Three balls, no strikes to Houghton. Two outs in the third. Raiders leading 4 nothing. And the right-hander delivers a strike at the letters, three and one. Jack Julian making his third start. Teammates have given him an early lead. As a smash to third, backhanded oh. by Jennings, and the long throw way too high. Airmailed that. The head of Williams, and the runner will go to second base. Made a nice play and terrible throw. He just unloaded one, and when you throw it over Jacob Williams, <laughs> who's uh, a big guy himself, 6'3", that's a two-base throwing error. Jacob Williams could have been 18 feet tall and not uh, come up with that baseball. So that is an E5. Runner at second with two outs, and the batter is Mason Lundgren. Now, this is a, uh, an important uh, time in the ball game for Jack Julian. He had two outs. He was about to get out of the inning. It looked like uh, he was going to be uh, in the dugout. Now he's uh, got a runner on second with two outs. This is when you've got to, to bear down and uh, forget about the E5. Check of the runner, and the pitch is... Strike at the knees. That's a good sign. Nothing. Well, the youngsters uh, of today would say he would have to reboot. Ah, I, I, I needs new shoes, huh? <laughs> now nah, I, I know what that means. One strike. I know how to reboot. I think one of my kids taught me that. Check of the runner. And the pitch just misses outside. One and one to Mason Lundgren. Designated hitter for the Bisons. He is out of Salina, Kansas. Got him on a ground ball in the uh, first inning. Ground ball here would be good. Julian's pitch. Low it outside. Ball two. Two balls and a strike. Check of the runner back at second. And the pitch. Check swing. That's a strike on the outside corner. Two and two. Houghton, who lived on an era, is the runner at second base with two outs. We're in the bottom of the third inning. Raiders on top, four to nothing. Julian trying to get this last out in the third. And the 2-2 pitch is swung on, hit to left field. Galloway over, dives. Did he catch that ball? I think he Dick, did. he held on to that ball. What a, a great, great catch. So I think that one deserves a star. No doubt about it. In the inning, no runs, no hits. One error, one left. Totals after three for Middle Tennessee. Four runs, four hits, an error. 
And for Lipscomb, no runs, two hits, no errors. We've completed three full innings. It's the Raiders four, Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the fourth inning. Raiders leading four to nothing. Nick Jones will lead it off. Jones will be followed by Jennings and Dillingham. Nick Jones, the designated hitter for the Raiders in this game, bounced out to the pitcher in the second inning. Right-handed batter stands in. Against the right-hander Chandler Giles, pitch outside in the dirt, ball one. That one caught the catcher somewhere. He's, I think, uh, got a little dirt in his eye when the ball hit the dirt. I'm probably giving him a little bit of a breather. Got the mask back on now. I'm ready to go. I'm a catcher. One ball, no strikes. Nick Jones, Dick catchers, from the right side. Catchers are like English majors. They can do anything. Oh, the pitch. And that oh, one almost gosh. hit him. Yeah. In fact, threw it behind him. <laughs> and, uh, uh, if it had been a, oh, eight or ten inches lower, it might have hit him in the helmet. Two balls and no strikes. The count to Jones. As Giles ready to pitch, breaking ball caught the corner, two and one. Uh, I think that uh, I think Bertolani did a nice job uh, of framing that pitch. I'm not sure he was it ever saw any part of that plate. Two balls and a strike. The pitch, lot outside, ball three. Three and one. The count to Nick Jones. Very pleasant here. It was 77 degrees at game time. And that wind uh, has disappeared. There's a ball drilled oh. to the third baseman who caught it in self-defense. Talk about hitting and hard luck. Will Hoyt, the third baseman, that ball hit right at him. He had to catch that ball or it was Gonna taking his head off. Yeah, I, that ball was hit harder than either one of those two home runs. Speaking of home runs, Gabe Jennings, who authored the second home run, stands in. That's an old South Properties home run. We had two of them in the second inning. And Gabe lines this one to left field for a base hit. Swinging at the first pitch. Jennings with his second hit of the game. 
You know, that's exactly what Galloway did. Yep. He homered in the first or in the second inning and then drilled a single to left in the third. Jennings homered in the second inning. He singles to left. That's the second hit off Giles. And the fifth hit for the Blue Raiders. So Gabe Jennings is at first base with one out. The batter, Brian Dillingham. Brian struck out in the second inning. And the pitch to him is high and inside, ball one. We're at Ken Dugan Field on the campus of Lipscomb University in Nashville, right adjacent to the Allen Arena and the uh, tennis courts, which are located up above the parking garage. I guess if you uh, have limited space on your campus, you do what you need to do. Dillingham showed bunt. The pitch was outside, 2-0. So this youngster uh, found himself a tennis ball, and he is throwing it up against the wall of the parking garage. (laughs) That sounds like something I would have done as a young person. A little right-hander. Two balls, no strikes. Dillingham bunts. That's a foul ball at the plate. Count goes to two and one on Dillingham, and I don't think he was bunting to sacrifice the runner there. He was looking for a hit. If he'd been bunting to sacrifice, he'd have squared around, put the ball on uh, the bat on the ball, got it in play, and. We'd have a runner at second base with two outs. So two balls and a strike now to Dillingham. Jennings, the runner at first, short lead, draws a throw anyway, and they threw it away. Jennings on his way to second. He's going to turn, and now he's going to get a late start to third. The throw comes in late. Now he's off the base, but he Uh, got back. back. (laughs) Well, that was an adventure. Gabe broke for second as the throw got by the first baseman, Williams. He got to second. He held up. I don't think he knew where the ball was. uh, And then started late to third. Yeah, figured out that the ball was. uh, Slid to third and overslid the bag and just barely got back. That ball went all, uh, what, two-thirds of the way down the line? Yeah. In foul territory. Check swing by Dillingham. Ball three is outside. Three and one. So the Raiders have a runner in scoring position with Jennings over at third. That's going to be an E1 on the pitcher on the throw to first. Swing and a miss. Count is full, three and two. Middle infielders. uh, Coming in now. Now they come in. Yeah, now they're coming in. They were playing back. They were conceding the run. And that one bounces up there. Good stop by the catcher, Bertolani. Saved uh, a run there. But that is ball four to Dillingham, and he'll go down to first base. Now batting center fielder, number seven, Luke Vincent. That's the first walk of the game, I think, looking back over my scorecard. I think you're right, uh, because the starter, Cantola, didn't walk anybody, hit two people. I think we're going to have another new pitcher here. Coach uh, Forehand coming out to the mound, and we do have a pitcher coming in from the Lipscomb bullpen. 
So while we have the pitching change, we'll take a break, and we'll be back with more as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. New pitcher is Jared Schimper, a left-hander, transfer from Mississippi State. He's listed as a grad uh, transfer, and we'll give you some numbers on him. But first, we need to pause for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Schimper, left-hander from down in your neck of the woods, John. Germantown, Tennessee, well, Mississippi uh, State. Uh, he is uh, making his ninth appearance. Uh, he's had two starts, everything else in relief. He's thrown eight innings, given up eight runs, seven of them earned on nine hits. 13 walks, six strikeouts, uh, 7.88 ERA and 0-1 record. He will face the left-handed hitter, Luke Benson, with runners at first and third, one out. Lipscomb will play the third baseman in close. First baseman will hold the runner there, and the middle infielders playing halfway in double play depth. Dillingham has stolen a base. Left-hander with the first pitch. Vincent showed bunt, took it outside, ball one. Third baseman charging hard. Would the Raiders try to squeeze one in here? They've got a good bunter at the plate in Vincent. Yeah. Count one ball, no strikes. Lefty against the lefty. I think a squeeze would be a good play here. Runner goes, pitches low, but called a strike. And uh, one and one. Dillingham steals second base without uh, without a throw, without anybody really paying any attention to him. His second steal of the season. He is at second now. Second and third, one out, and a 1-1 count to Luke Benson. And now Lipscomb brings in all of the infielders. Yep, just a step or two back from the edge of the grass, the pitch. Just missed, ball two, two and one. Jared Schimper, 6'1", 195. Grad senior. 
And the pitch is swung on, drilled to center field. That'll One run two. is going to score. The second runner will turn and head for the plate, and he will score. And Vincent, a two-run single off the left-hander, and it is a six-to-nothing ball game. Took that ball right back up the middle, Dick. Didn't try to do too much with it, just stayed on it. Number 41, KB Peralta. Here's Peralta with Vincent at first, one out. For Luke, That uh, those are RBIs number 11 and 12 of the season. Peralta one for two, singled in the third. Batting from the right side now, takes the strike call. Batted left-handed against the two right-handed pitchers he saw. Home plate umpire Bo Whitaker is calling a wide plate. The pitch. Swung on, hit down the left field line. If it's fair, it's trouble. It is fair. Benson rounding second on his way to third. He'll be waved in, and that will be a stand-up double for KB Peralta. And we'll put another run on the board for the Raiders. It is now a seven-to-nothing game. For Peralta, John, his first RBI of the season. He's got to be feeling pretty good out at second base. Well, I'm, I'm just amazed that he was able to keep that ball fair. And we're going to see another new pitcher. Here comes uh, someone from the bullpen. We've got another pitching change. So we'll take another break. And Going back, back to our right-hander. Yep. Back to tell you about the new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for the Bisons is right-hander Taylor, or I'm sorry, Tyler Laguerre. Sophomore, he is out of Madison, Alabama. Making his 12th appearance. He's thrown 12 innings, given up seven runs. Only four of them earned, though, on 12 hits. Three walks, seven strikeouts. He's got a 3.00 ERA. He does have a loss. He's 0-1 on the season. So he becomes the fourth pitcher. We can close the books on Giles, who went two-thirds of an inning, allowed two runs on two hits. He walked a batter. And second baseman had a strikeout, didn't he? He did have one strikeout. You're right. 
Shepard only faced two batters, gave up two hits. So here is JT Mabry with a runner at second and one out. And the first pitch to Mabry is a bit low, ball one. JT bounced out in the first inning and hit a sacrifice fly. Got an RBI in the third inning. KB Peralta with a run scoring double is out at second base. And the pitch. Missed a bit high, ball two, two and oh. Dick, we've been here enough times to see that is something resembling that scoreboard just reversed. Oh, yes. We've had some long nights here. Two balls, no strikes. Swinging around ball right side, and oh. the second baseman makes a nice stab, throws Mabry out at first. Peralta moves over to third. That, uh, when it left the bat, looked like a sure base hit to right field. But the second baseman, Coppage, made a good play on it. Sure did. It does advance the runner to third with two outs. And the batter's Mason Spears, who is grounded out and struck out, 0 for 2. And a game of inches, another six inches to the right, and that ball is through the outfield, and the Raiders have scored again. Strike call to Spears, nothing in one. Took one on the inner portion of the plate. Oh, he is a side armor. At least he was on that. And the pitch. Swing and oh, a miss. Yeah. Oh, and two. He is definitely coming from the side. And uh, that's got to be a change for these hitters. Swung on and a little number to first base. Williams will make the play unassisted. And that will be all for the Raiders in the fourth inning. Spears grounds out to the first baseman. But in the inning, three runs. There were two, three hits in the inning, and one man has been left on base. So we'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Middle Tennessee seven, and Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey. I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Well, there's more activity on the hill out here. Uh, Jason in the parking garage. That little fella's <laughs> still throwing. He's, he's about warm. He might be the next one to come uh. in. But he's been joined by three or four others. Yeah. Uh. 
For Lipscomb, it will be Malik Williams to lead it off here in the fourth against Jack Julian. And the first pitch is a strike call to Williams. Struck out in the second inning, 0 for 1. Jack Julian had thrown 54 pitches through the first three innings. Not that bad. That pitch just misses the knees, and it's one ball and one strike. to Williams, leading hitter for the Bisons. Also has five home runs. Takes a pitch high, ball two, two and one. No activity in the Raider bullpen. Coach Tolman said he was gonna let Julian go as long as he could go. Well, so far, so good. Pitch outside, ball three, three and one. I've seen that pitch called a strike a couple of times tonight. And the 3-1 offering is low for ball four. And that's going to be the first walk that Julian has allowed in this game. Williams gets a base on balls, and he's at first base with nobody out. This is Trace Wilhoyt, the third baseman. Number 30, Trace Wilhoyt. Will Hoyt called out on strikes in the second inning. Stands in from the right side. Williams will run. He's uh, three for five in stolen bases. The pitch outside ball one. And I tell you what, if uh, if uh, Jack Julian can't uh, rediscover that plate, keeps throwing the that baseball outside, I would be not surprised to see Malik Williams running. The pitch inside, back to Malik, two balls, no strikes. Time call, Spears out to have a word with his pitcher and Mabry will come in to offer his yeah, that's a comments. Si- this is a situation that uh, I suspect if Coach Myers were here, He'd be making this mound visit. Julian had been pitching well through the first three innings, and all of a sudden he's having trouble finding the strike zone. Go out there, you settle him down, slow it down. Remember your release points. Don't try to overthrow. Keep the ball down. Two balls, no strikes. Did I cover it all, Coach? Just about. Strike call. He got the message. Two and one. Pitching coach Jerry Myers not with the team tonight. His mom passed away in Indiana and he has gone home and uh, we offer our condolences to the family. The two one pitch strike at the knees. Two and two. So since the mound visit, he's come in there with two good strike calls. Seven to nothing, the Raiders leading here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air and foul ground. Williams coming over and he's got it. Jacob Williams coming in from first base in front of the Blue Raider dugout down the right side. Takes care of that foul pop-up. 
He almost overran that ball. Right fielder, number 21, John Shields. Here's John Shields, the right fielder. He had uh, a base hit in the second inning. And that was the first hit for the Bisons in this game. Now the umpire making a note of something. What's he? What's he doing? Is I he, don't know, Coach Forehand. Uh, is he writing up the Lipscomb coach? I don't know. He had something to say. Well, the Bisons have a runner at first base with one out now. And Shields waiting to step in as soon as the plate umpire finishes his uh, discourse down there. Shields single to left field in the second inning. Just popped it over Peralta's head. Julian's pitch, low and outside, ball one. Malik Williams, a leadoff walk, the runner at first with one out. Galloway in a couple of steps in left field. And the pitch, taken for a strike, oh, one and one. That was a nice pitch. Right over the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Good fastball from Julian. You'd really like to get the ground ball here. Right-hander comes set. And the pitch, high outside, ball two. Got uh, someone throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen, but uh, since there's a screen in the way. You can oh, see the You can catcher. see the catcher. <laughs> Can't see the pitcher. Two balls, one strike. And the pitch to the plate, swing and a miss. Two and two. Took a little bit off. Shields was out in front of it and didn't have a really good cut. Two balls, two strikes the count. Julian comes set in the pitch. Outside, oh. ball three. So it's full count. Bottom of the fourth inning in Nashville. The Raiders leading Lipscomb seven to nothing. Got two in the second, two in the third, and three in the fourth. Three balls, two strikes to the left-handed hitter, Shields. Swing and a miss, struck him out. He unloaded a pretty good fastball there, John. He sure did. And that's a big out. Especially coming, uh, uh, coming on a full count. Strikeout number three for the Raider right-hander. August Haymaker, who singled to right field. His first at bat. Let's get He'll an easy in. out here and then uh, go score him a few more runs. And come back, throw the fifth so he can 
be eligible for the win. There we go. Ball hit to center field. Benson moving over to his right a few steps into right into left center. Makes the catch as Haymaker went after the first pitch. Flies to Benson, and that is all for Lipscomb in the fourth. No runs, no hits. One man left. We have completed four full innings. Raiders seven. And Lipscomb nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 